Hi, my name is Brian and welcome to GPU's Jump. Today I'm reading a brief urban legend that is based in Western Oregon. The incident. Jeff D. Kent was only three years old when he was diagnosed with hypoesthesia. Jeff D. was about five foot. He had chalk pale skin, brown short hair, and freckles. He was an average kid. He got good grades, played sports, but most of all, he loved video games. Video games were his escape from reality. It was 2010 in Oregon. Jeff D., now in seventh grade, was bullied quite often. Mr. Kent, please remain seated after the bell rings, exclaimed Miss Ryan. Yes, ma'am, Jeff D. recalled. Minutes later, the bell rang. Jeff D. remained seated just as the teacher told him. He looked upon Miss Ryan, who was slowly walking towards him with a chair. She set the chair down and sat next to his desk. The teacher said, Jeff D., I know I've told you many times before, but the counselor is a very kind woman and she can help you overcome this. Jeff D. replied, I understand, Miss Ryan, but this thing that I have isn't normal. I'd rather deal with it alone. Understood. Well, you know who to contact if you ever change your mind, said the teacher. Of course, Miss Ryan, have a good weekend, Jeff D. replied as he walked towards the exit. Jeff D. took the bus home, and as always, he was the last kid getting off the bus. Living in the middle of the forest was hard for him. He felt as if he was isolated from everything. He finally got home and saw his parents' cars parked in front of the garage. His house was a one-story building made of spruce wood, big enough to house several individuals. Jeff D. walked through the front door, acknowledging that the door was unusually open. He carelessly rushed upstairs into his room, happily knowing that he could already he, he had already completed all of his homework. Jeff D. turned on his TV sat in his gaming chair, got his headphones, and plugged it into his controller. The TV blared. Boom, boom, boom. But Jeff D was playing his first-person shooter. He felt as if someone was watching him from behind. Suddenly, he stood up and examined the whole room from where he was standing. Jeff D looked at the window that was behind him. What appeared to be on the square glass was a handprint, much larger than his. Horrified, he yelled for his mom and dad, but he'd never heard anything back. He slowly opened his door and walked downstairs to the living room. He looked over the couch and lying on the ground in the living room were his parents, lying there like rag dolls. His parents were tied up around the hands, heavily beaten and unconscious. In panic, Jeff D immediately grabbed his phone to call the police, but he didn't have any connection to his Wi-Fi. And he knew, he knew obviously that he wouldn't have any reception in a large forest. Terrified, he didn't know what to do. Thoughts were racing through his head like bullets being fired. He knew he had to act quickly. Adrenaline gathered his thoughts immediately. He quietly dragged his parents into the closet beneath the stairway and hid them in there. He knew someone had invaded his home. Jeff D was able to stay calm. He cautiously walked to the kitchen and grabbed a knife. He knew he, he couldn't just run in any direction away from his home, searching for help. He lived in the middle of nowhere. The road to his house was a two-mile path hidden by trees. He walked outside where there was nothing but the never-ending trees. He turned towards his house and yelled, Where are you? Are you scared of me? He bravely stood in front of the house with his knife where he could clearly see the whole house. He yelled again, Come out here, you bastard. Seconds later, Jeff D felt, had felt something hard hit him, as if he was shoved by someone. He fell down and started getting dizzy. What's happening? Jeff D thought. Jeff D was crippled on the ground. He looked to his side where he could barely see the hand of a bloody knife stuck in his back. Jeff D slowly looked around from the ground and standing there was a man about six feet away. The man appeared to look old, 
bald, tattooed, and was wearing an orange jumpsuit. The man was smiling creepily and oddly chittered his teeth, just standing there and watching the boy bleed to death. Last thing he saw at that moment was darkness fading into his vision. Jeffy opened his eyes and saw doctors surrounding him. One of them turned to him and said, You're safe now. Your parents are safe too. The police found the man that intruded your home. It's taken care of. It appeared that Jeffy's father had woken up in time and quickly got into the attic where he used his radio transmitter to send an SOS message. His helicopter had quickly come and rescued the family. Jeffy was given immediate treatment after that. After a month had passed, Jeffy had already recovered from his stab wound. He relocated with his family to the central town where most of Jeffy's classmates have lived. He lived in a new home with security equipment installed everywhere in the house. The end. Thank you for listening.